You're listening to Nick Luck Daily. This edition is brought to you by Fitzdares, by the Racehorse Owners Association, and by Thoroughbred Racing Commentary's Global Rankings. Good evening, thanks for listening. The Saturday edition is back for the first time in 2024, as this weekend it looks like the weather gods are going to be kind to us with no fixtures at risk of fog or frost. The same can't be said sadly for next week though, as it looks like we might need a bit of luck with plunging temperatures predicted. You never know though, and there's still time for that to change, so we'll just keep our fingers crossed everything goes ahead. This afternoon, Willie Mullins resumed usual practice as he had the 1-2-3 in the rearranged Grade 1 Lawless of Nace Novices hurdle, just not in the order it was predicted. It was, in fact, Daryl Jacob aboard Reed and Tommy Wrong, one of the outsiders who got up late from favourite Il Atlantique, with Lecky Watson back in third. Willie Mullins did say in an interview on Racing TV after the race that the front two anyway were likely to head straight to the Cheltenham Festival, having had quite a hard race this afternoon. No grade ones over the weekend, but still plenty of nice horses declared and Cheltenham Festival clues on offer. Starting on Saturday over in Britain and at Warwick, where Nigel Twiston Davis looks to have a couple of good chances. And this season, he's currently going at a 22% strike rate. So when Nick spoke to him earlier in the week, he asked Nigel whether he could put his finger on anything in particular that's changed in the yard this season, leading to this impressive consistency. You can't go without horses. If you've got better horses, you get more wins. So that's as simple as that. You know, that the young horses, you know, we've managed to find the, the, the right races. Um, I keep seeing uh, Willie, your son, popping up all over the TV, um, doing, a, doing, doing quite a bit. Is, are you more of a partnership than you were? Has the dynamic changed at all? Um, yeah, no, he, he, you know, he works with us. He's sort of assistant here and everything else. So, you know, we work together. Who have you got a, a hunch for this weekend? Well, definitely um, Broadway boy. You know, if it was a sort of, he's well in really at the weights, um, um, so he should. uh, And our old friend, um, um, good boy Bobby. Mm. All these are soft ground horses, but you know, if it's desperately tacky, sometimes there's only one horse in the whole race that can go in it, isn't there? Well, fortunately, Nigel was sitting in his office alongside his long time. Uh, assistant Carl Llewellyn and I sought Carl's counsel as well as to whether uh, Broadway Boy was the horse he was most looking forward to seeing at the weekend. Obviously hoping he is. Um, he's always been nice at home and he's proven it on the course but you know he's still a young horse so we're hoping hoping he'll keep improving for a bit. Okay. Obviously he'll need to to, to go, go even higher. Well he, he is very good looking. He's very well made. Um, he, he does catch the eye so I think he was he was a good buy. Um, you know, he, he is striking when you see him. He's, he does stand out. Um, and um, no, he, he he didn't straight away. Um, he just did his work nicely, and then he's kept improving. And um, he obviously he's got a great attitude, um, which is a massive help, isn't it? He's you know he's got a big heart and, and tries very hard. So um, that, that's a that's a massive help. 
I'd never be I'd never be that confident, but I, he'll he'll go there with every chance, you know. Can good boy Bobby be as effective at a track like Warwick as he is, say, round Sandown, or maybe even somewhere more galloping? No, I wouldn't have thought so. Um, he's run well on all sorts of tracks, and and you know his jumping's normally very good, and the five quick fences down the back should really suit him because he puts horses under pressure with his jumping um, most of the time. So um, no, no reason why it shouldn't suit him um, as as like any other pace really. And the other big chance on on um, Saturday at Warwick is Beauport in the in the classic chase. I thought if there was a race devised for him, it, it, it could just be this one. Uh, and the ground is going to be lovely and soft as well. It, it, has he got more to offer, do you think? Well, we're, we're hoping so. Um, you know, everything was right for him last time at Sandown and he got beat. Um, but beat by a horse who's got some very good form on, on similar conditions. Um, we're hoping he's got more to offer. Yeah, it's the first time. It'll probably be gluey ground on Saturday. I'd have thought it's been obviously been very heavy, and now it's dried out with frost for weeks. So it'll be gluey, so um, that can um, sometimes have different results. A lot of quite a few heavy ground horses or wet ground horses don't like the gluey ground. So we have to. That's another. Um, we don't know about that one. In fact, favourite for the Hampton Novices chase against Broadway Boy is Grade One winning novice hurdler Apple Away. Beaten first time out over the larger obstacles by the very likeable Grey Dawning, who shall meet again tomorrow. Appleway then went on to win impressively next time out at Leicester. And trainer Lucinda Russell spoke about the improvement she showed from one start to the next on this morning's show. I think it's worthwhile pitching her. She's got a, a nice mare's allowance. You're right, she's got a bit of ground to make up on uh, the Haydock run, her first run over fences, but she then went on to Leicester and it was funny watching her through the race. You could see her suddenly change, and she she worked out how to do it. She's a very clever mare. Being a filly, she's she's hyper intelligent, and she's just worked out how to lengthen and shorten and get in tight and stand off. And I just think that race really made her. So um, I think there is improvement in her. I'm hoping that uh, we'll see that on Saturday. Um, and you know, this is a as you've just said, it's it's pretty mouth watering stuff. So uh, it's. Um, yeah, if, if she can run well here, we know we've got a good chance for the festivals. There, there's an old saying that says that if you have a a mare, uh, particularly a jumping mare, who who is good and is tough and is honest, then they will keep giving you everything. Is there any truth in that, or is it an old old wives' tale? Oh, hundred percent. You know, you just have to watch her at home. She's a she's a filly that knows her own mind. It's, it's funny. She's owned by Old Gold Racing, and they've got. 3,000 very enthusiastic um, partners in the, in the in her group and um, they come out to the owner's uh, yard visits and she got a bit funny about it. She didn't like it uh, and she didn't want to go back into her stable and she, then she didn't want to come out of her stable. She's, she is a filly that you have to look after. She's not just a, you know, sometimes the gelders can just be so straightforward, they're, they're always dull. She's not like that at all. She has her own mind about things. But she'd run through a brick wall for you. I mean, you know, as a, if, you were, if you were going into battle, you'd want to be riding her because she's, she's just strong, sensible, has her own mind, but terribly, terribly brave. You've got you've got runners all over the shop tomorrow. I'm the most high profile one apart from her in terms of the the race uh, that he's running in. A serious operator in the Lanzarote. He's a he's a big enough price. Um, should he be? 
Uh, I don't know. I, I, you know, he, he won nicely at, at Doncaster. I think the key to him really is the ground. We've been running him on softer ground around Aintree and around Cheltenham and stuff, and he didn't really like that. But good ground is, is what he really wants. Um, he's having a is a is a shot at a very big pot. Um, we could have waited till the end of the season to do this with him, but we're, we're going to try it now. So uh, he's in good form. One last time, straightforward little horse, nice horse. There's competitive action at Kempton tomorrow, Saturday, as 2022 Arkel winner Edward Stone steps up in trip for the first time to two and a half miles, having been beaten by John Bond over the minimum trip the last twice. It won't be easy, though, as Pick he's set to line up and is only £2 behind Edward Stone on ratings, while quite surprisingly, to me anyway, Irish Raider Bambridge is currently favourite to win this on his seasonal reappearance. He's got a bit to do on ratings, but maybe the sort of drying ground will help him. Lucinda Russell mentioned her run as serious operator in the Lanzarote hurdle at Kempton, and this looks a really competitive affair on paper. One of those right at the head of the market is Nemean Lyon, who was last seen finishing fifth in the Greatwood hurdle at Cheltenham, and Nick put a call into his trainer Kerry Lee this morning to find out how he's been since that run. Yeah, he's good. Thanks, Nick. I'm really hopeful that he can run a nice race. Um, he's perfectly entitled to be there, isn't he? But it's um, it's very hot. Very hot, as it as it, the Lanzarote always is. Um, first tie at the trip. But um, fingers crossed, he'll enjoy it. And everything about him seems to suggest that this is now the sort of trip that he wants. Is that a deceptive thing because he's finishing over two miles or not, do you think? I think we'll find out tomorrow. But um, realistically, he was doing his best work over at the end of 2-2 at Kelso um, in March. You have to say that he was going away from them, 2-2.5. Two, two and, um, and he's got some very nice form on the flat over two miles in France. So you'd be hopeful, wouldn't you? You've looked after this horse like you think he's very, very good, do you? Yes, of course, I do. Um, he is very good, but how good he is, we don't know. Um, but... But, you know, he's very fragile. Um, he's had two years off with a leg. And um, as such, we've got to respect that, haven't we? OK, one final question then. You mentioned that. Is that why you've effectively kept him to softish ground rather than the fact that you think he needs it deep? Oh, yeah, 100%. I don't think he needs soft ground. I think he has to have soft ground to look after him. We may well have a Cheltenham Festival winner in waiting on show in Ireland on Sunday as Blood Destiny goes in the Grade 3 Skybet Novice Chase at Punchestown for Willie Mullins and Paul Townend. He took defences really well on debut and this might give us a good indication as to whether he's a serious contender for the Turners at Cheltenham as Gordon Elliott's Imagine is a smart horse who's won his last two and won at a bit of a price is Silent Approach. She won a Grade 3 Mare's Novice Chase last time at 33-1, to 1, so maybe she'll cause another upset. There's a really nice story behind this mare, and to find out more, I caught up with her owner and breeder and trainer, Con O'Keefe, earlier in the week, and started by asking if the plan was to take their chance against the boys. Yeah, at the moment, it looks like she will. Yeah, we're happy with her, and uh, um, we did a little bit yesterday with her, and uh, right now it looks like... She will run, yeah, you know. And uh, it's kind of a remarkable story behind this horse because you, of course, bred her at home and then um, sold her for €90,000. It's a great sale at the store sales to Ollie Murphy and you've ended up back with her. Just tell us all a little bit about how it all happened. I think it's more good luck than anything else. <laughs> um, 
I remember, if I recall, when we got her first, when we bought her back, she's a, she's a difficult uh, mare. She wasn't easy to manage, I'd say. And I'd say um, Ollie Murphy and his owners, uh, they ran her and they probably found that she was maybe not good enough at the time or just more trouble than she was worth. She was just, you know, we found her here that she was um, needed a lot of attention. We used to walk her down to the gallop and walk her back from the gallop and she's just not easy, full stop. And I imagine in a big string, um, she would be a nightmare, you know? And uh, there was also a question as well about some issue with her heart or something, but um, thank God we've, uh, the glads here have done a great job with her and we just... We've been lucky. We've had the time to, um, and the patience and the manpower to, to give her single-handed attention, as that's what she demanded at the beginning. I mean, she's, she's still a bit of a handful, but uh, Larry and Eddie and the boys are, and Justin are really good with her, and Dylan and they, they fiddle around with her and give her her way, and they, they're they're patient with her, and so so far so good. But she's a lovely mare, and uh, we're just lucky to have her. And uh, there's nothing special we're doing. It's just. If, I'm sure if Ali Murphy had her, he'd be winning all those races as well, to be fair to him. Yeah? And, you know, as you said, she's a homebred, you bred her, she's a half-sister to Journey With yeah. Me. Is that why you yeah. bought her back? Did you buy her back thinking, oh, we'll, oh, give, yes. we'll give her oh, a go on sure. the race course, but if not, we'll breed from her? For sure. I mean, our intention was, when we brought her back last February, March, we were going to cover her last year. And uh, we, we were teasing her away and trying to get her to come in season and so on and uh, I'm sure she was standing a few times and then we started training her and we, we decided we'd give her a run and uh, her first run was quite promising in Goran, she was second and uh, that kind of gave us the um, enthusiasm to carry on with her and then we said we'd try and win a race with her if we could and you know she's we, uh, we, we were running over hurdles with her for the five or six times and we were unfortunate probably could have could have won a race along the way we were unfortunate we were beaten in Tremor and then uh, Rachel was fantastic on her in um, in Killarney she was placed in a listed race and you know maybe a little bit further possibly could have won it and um, you know once we switched her over to fences she's been much better again so but again, it's all luck. We're, we've just been so lucky with her to get her back. And it's a wonderful fa- family for me. Uh, ever since we got into that family 25 years ago, it's bred winner after winner after winner. So we're we're just so lucky. And uh, Danny Mullins has ridden her the last twice. He obviously gets on very well with her. He knows her now. Will he be available, do you think, on Sunday to get aboard? I hope he will. I mean, you know, Willie is his master, I presume. And... Uh, his first call him, so I wouldn't be presumptuous enough to say yes or no, <laughs> but uh, I, I hope so, right? But um, you know, if he's not, we'll get, we'll get the next best available. And just looking ahead to the future, you can dream big after her grade two win at Cork last time. Do we think Cheltenham could be on the agenda for her? Ah, we will see, you know, we will see um, how we get on on Sunday and uh, we take small steps and we, we won't uh, get... Uh, arrogant or big in our thinking we just take it one day at a time and see how we get on I mean Cheltenham isn't the be all and end all um, for me um, 
I'm more of a breeder than mm-hmm. a racing man, but, um, you know, I, we would only go there if we had a live chance, that's for sure. We wouldn't go there to make up numbers, definitely not. Waste of time. You've waited a few weeks for the Saturday edition to return, so I hope you've enjoyed it. Nick will be back as normal on Monday morning. Have a great weekend and thanks for listening. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nick Luck Daily, brought to you in association with Fitzdares, the Racehorse Owners Association and Thoroughbred Racing Commentary. Thank you.